Welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast. Counting down movies, music, TV, and pop culture. One top five at a time. And now, here are the two peas. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us for Two Peas on a Podcast. Ashley's here from Rabbit Ears TV Podcast, a personal friend of mine and a close friend of the show. Ashley, can you believe I just said welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast? I feel like I have come to heaven if such a place were to exist, and that would be the first thing that I would want to hear. <laughs> oh, wow, that is high praise. Game. That's high praise, no pun intended. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ashley, you know, I love you. I mean, what a better person to have on for my first. Now, chronologically, you know, kind of the way my show is set up is I kind of record these when I can around my personal life and my guests' personal life and that kind of thing. So we're actually recording this, and it's going to come out a few episodes after the quote-unquote return of the show. But as you're listening to this, guys, just so you know, this is the first time I've sat down to record an actual two-piece episode in about nine months. And yeah. Ashley's here for it, and I'm, I'm so thrilled that you are. So, kind of crazy. You know, live stream for the cure, everybody donated all that money, and it was raining, you know, and they're like, you got to bring peas back. And so here I am. So, dude, I, I don't know if the people have listened to the Netflix and Swill episode from live stream, but Caleb reading out all the Coheed and Cambria <laughs> albums to you and you trying to write all of them on a post it. Yeah. I, yeah. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I still have that post-it, and oh I God. can't decipher it. I need Caleb to help me decipher it, but that is going to be a Patreon um, series. It's going to be called Coheed, Cambria, and Caleb, and uh, <laughs> we're going to just basically have him fanboy over his favorite band, so that'll be a lot of fun, but you know, the main show, what we do here, obviously, is we count down a, a subject, and we do a top five list for that. It's usually movies, TV, music, pop culture. And whenever Ashley comes on, not always, but 99% of the time it's television because you're over there at Rabbit Ears and you're a TV buff, I would say. A couch potato, I would say, is pretty fair. Oh, for sure. I didn't realize how much TV I had watched in my life until I started doing this podcast. And then I realized how much I can binge in short periods of time. And I... I don't know if I'm scared or impressed with myself, but either way, it's astonishing. <laughs> you know, if you don't know if you should seek help or get a pat on the back, you're not sure. I mean, I'm happy with my life, so I guess it's fine, right? If I was, yeah, you're good. I mean, I do watch TV a lot when I'm depressed too, but either way, I mean, that's life in hey, America these days. It brings you comfort, you know, and that, that's exactly. a good thing. And it does me too. I mean, you know, all the stuff that we talk about on the show really makes me happy, and TV is. I always think of you right away whenever it's a TV topic. Of course, you can't come on for every single one of them, but I'm like, what's Ashley doing? We're talking That's TV. That's how I feel like everybody should think. Everybody should just <laughs> defer to me on right. all topics TV-related, and I will tell them objectively what is correct and what is best. 
Well, you know, you, you do a great thing over there at Rabbit Ears TV Podcast. I'll let you tell the folks a little bit about it. I've been on a few times. I've had the pleasure. We just did Ozark together. We, yes. what, what else? We did the Adams Family together. We did the Adams Family. We did Seinfeld, uh, I believe. We did Seinfeld with Paul from Australia. We did, yeah. And, There's um, been, what else? Oh, My there? So-Called Life we did. Oh, I blocked that one out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. We did something oh, else man. that was inappropriate to watch with your kid around. What the hell oh, was that? Oh, we did? That? Yeah, because I'm like, I just... can't believe you're watching that with your kid. I don't oh, wow. remember. Wow, you really got, yeah, <laughs> I, my parenting is, you really tapped into something there. Um, was Kate Winslet in it by chance? <laughs> I don't think no, so. No, <laughs> hold on, I have a list. You can feel free to edit around this, but I keep a list of all the shows that I, I've done. So I thought I we hit all you. of ours, but maybe we didn't. Let's see, Gerald, 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 Gerald. Party Down, that was the one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How could I forget Party Down? I freaking love that show. Yeah, that was the one. I was like, I can't believe you're watching that with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. You're not wrong. I um, to be. Yeah, we. there's going to be a separate podcast about my parenting failures, believe me. <laughs> Many episodes to come it's on gonna that. It's going to start in 18 years. But like I said, TV is the umbrella topic. But Ashley, tell everyone, uh, you came up with several really, really cool topics. And I've actually got a, a lot of those in the bank for your future appearances. But this time around, I kind of wanted to do this because I already kind of did this from the perspective of movies with Sam uh, from New Zealand. Movie so, reviews and 20 Qs. But what, what are we counting down tonight? So today we are taking more of an optimistic and positive look at things, hopefully, and thinking about where, what TV universes, what TV realities would we like to live in? What would make us happy? <laughs> what would be a salvation from reality? Like that kind of thing. So I just was, I also gave you top five worst shows that you would want to live in. And I feel like that was an e would have been an easier <coughs> list for me it because my shows that I tend to like are like... The humor is dark comedy, and in, the humor kind of derives from situations that are unpleasant. And so this was a harder list for me. Right. Well, I was going to kind of ask you about that a little bit, pick your brain a little bit without giving away any titles at the top. As you know, I don't like to do that. But yeah, when, no. you were, when you were compiling, and I think you're right. If it was like that I don't want to live in, don't put me anywhere near the scenarios in the show, it would be a lot easier, I feel like, to pick. Yes. But like what about episodes like Arrested Development would be not a show that I would want to live in at all. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I, I went back and looked at the list I did with Sam from movies. And my number one movie was Back to the Future that I would want to live in. And I think I if I remember correctly, I feel like I picked that just because of the time travel element. I get and, that. And being able to, to time travel and, and really to hang out with Doc Brown would be cool. I mean, but I'm interested to see. Uh, how we go here. Now, I know you, and we've, like I said, we've been on several episodes together between the two of our shows. I feel like we might have crossover. What do you think? I don't know. My list is fucking random as shit, dude. I want to do a new over-under uh, with the reiteration of say, two Ps where we do an over-under on how many we'll cross up of. I'm going to say maybe one, but probably zero. <laughs> Wow, probably zero. You're saying? Yeah, I'm wow. telling you, my list is. Oh, well, I was wild. gonna say, I was gonna say two before. Okay, so now you go I'll two. say one. I'll say one since you said probably zero. Okay, right, so I'll, I'll say one. All right. Okay. So we'll see how we get there. All right. So our top five TV shows we would like to live in. Ashley from Rabbit Ears was here, and I'm so thrilled that you are. I'm gonna let you get us started. Kick right. things off with your number five. Number five, the series that I would like to live in is Grace and Frankie. So Ooh, the reason why this is number five is because they are in the twilight of their lives. And I'm not trying to rush to get there. 
However, the camaraderie, the relationships, the support, everything that develops tends to be in a very positive manner with, you know, some hijinks that ensues. But for the most part, it's pretty tame and it seems like a utopia of sorts where everybody is learning to appreciate different things about each other they never knew. Such a great show. Such a great show. I haven't seen the most recent season, I'll I'll admit. But I love that show so much. I mean, just veteran actresses who just doing their thing. Have you seen the new uh, HBO show, Hacks? Have you watched that one yet? Yes, I watched all of season one of Hacks. Yeah, me too. other lead looks just like my best friend Caroline. Oh, wow. It's like really trippy for me to watch that show. Oh, wow. But I like that show too because it's kind of like that Grace and Frankie formula but with a younger, like modern, you know. Exactly. I just love like... The banter and the the work that goes on, especially between Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, is so great. But then you've also got Martin Sheen and, oh my God, what's, I'm blanking on his name, Sam something. Uh, Sam Watterson. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. They're also fantastic. So And then the kids are great. Like There's just a lot to work with in there. And I have started the last season, but I'm not going to share my thoughts because Caleb is going to come on and do oh, Grace and Frank with me. nice. Is Caleb a fan of that or is he just going to watch it for you? Caleb's a big fan. And oh, okay, this nice. is going to be his first non-animated TV series appearance on Rabbit Ears. <laughs> nice, nice. I know. A landmark episode for sure. Uh, All right, Gerald. Who's, we love what's Caleb. Your num- what's your number five? I'm dying my, to know. My number five. So pff, you're going to see a pattern in my list with the exception of maybe my number one's a little bit different. But otherwise, they're all kind of in the same you know, I don't know. I didn't do that on purpose. I just, these are just the shows I just want to exist in. I want to know these people. Yeah. I want to, I want to visit these places. I think you, I think this came up on a previous episode on my show. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. And at the time, this is probably like four or five years ago. You told me you hadn't seen it. It's one of the longest running live action television shows ever, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I do not like this show. Oh, <laughs> man. I've, but- seen a, I've seen a few episodes and I've tried. Like Dan showed me the episode that he was like, if you don't like this, you just won't like it. And he showed uh-huh. it to me and I didn't like it. And All so right. Well, at least you gave it a try. I've given it a few tries. I started from season one. <laughs> Made it a few episodes, gave up. They said started season two, like The Office. Tried that now. I yep, watch yep. it now. No, no, no. It's not. I it. think it does because Danny DeVito gets gets in there in season two. But I, I just, you know, now it's become like kind of like it is what it is at this point, and it's kind of like it's just going on and on and on. And I love the character so much, so I'm able to stick with it. Mm-hmm. But especially early on with this show, like. I don't know. It just came to me when I was stoned all the time. And yes. like it, it, ha- it had that, you know, Seinfeld kind of formula where there wasn't really it wasn't really about anything in particular. It was just like these cahoots and hijinks that these kids were running this bar. And, you know, they, they just their life was in disarray, but they didn't even realize it because it was like they were just too out of it to even realize, like, my life's passing me by. You know, I'm just sitting around this bar. But yeah. the reason I, uh, that's kind of the reason why I want to be in this show I mean, they literally run a bar that's not successful and they just sit there with their friends all day and, you know, drink and then they get into these stupid adventures. And I I don't know, it's just an out of body kind of thing, you know, that seems too good to be true, in my opinion. I have not tried watching that series high. That will be my last attempt. Yeah, yeah. That that was uh, when it was at its peak for me, for sure. I mean, we'll take some requests off the air for where I should start with that. But yes, I'll okay. give it one last try. Maybe I'll send you some of my like favorite like one-off episodes, and maybe Do that. we'll see. Are you a fan of like Charlie Day or no? He's fine. Okay. He's fine. Right. I like that meme of him where he's like mapping things out. Yeah, out. that's from that. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I can send you. I can send you. That's when he like 
that's the episode where he let his IQ goes up and nobody can explain it. <laughs> he's like really smart that episode. Um, right. So that's a good one. But anyway, I'll uh, always sunny in Philadelphia for me. Uh, really, and this is going to sound really depressing to a certain extent. But I just want to sit around drunk all day in a bar with my friends. I mean, Dude, I, that's you know, fair. Who doesn't? I don't know. I don't Who know. Doesn't nowadays. So that's why that's my number five. And uh, that swings us over to you for your four, Miss Ashley. What do you got? All right. So my number four, there's a there's another item on this list that kind of hits a similar nostalgia point for me. But who doesn't want to go back to their childhood and kind of relive the glory days? And there were no glory days better than the 90s and TGIF and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Hey. So I want to be a teenage witch with these powers that I'm not quite familiar with and get to be in the 90s and enjoy all of the frivolity that comes with that. So we're talking about animatronic Salem and yes, Melissa Joan Hart. We're not talking about Joan the Netflix. No, okay. not, the mo- not that dark and dreary <laughs> one. The light, bubbly, 90s, happy one, because that is oh, where I'm kind of going with my list is places that bring me joy. So good. I mean, it's, and you're right. Nostalgia is the perfect word oh. to use for that show. Yeah. Um I mean, I named my black cat that I got Salem, and of course you did. I mean, You're it was such a Becky. Let's just say it was because of the show. Okay, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Salem Witch Trial, Salem Mass, whatever. But it was because of the show. We all know that. Fuck yeah! If uh, you don't have a black came, cat named Salem, like, what are you yeah, even doing? What are you? Why do you even have a cat at that point? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Get well, that's a good pick, and I didn't see that coming. I'll be honest I with you. I told you my list is random as shit. Wow. So you want to be in Sabrina? Like, you want to be a witch I want to be Sabrina, honestly, oh, if we're being okay. truly honest. I right. would have. Now, see, if this this kind of goes with the logic, normally I would have put Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I would rather be Buffy. But that fucking shit that happens in Sunnydale, there's too much to deal with. It's too much stress. The vampires, the Hellmouth. I can't do all that. So let me take light and bright <laughs> Sabrina. Fair. That's fair. That's right? fair. All right. So Sabrina the Teenage Witch is your yes. number four. My number four is another sitcom. In fact, all five of mine are sitcoms, Ashley. Ditto. Well, kind um, of. But yeah, my number no. four. Uh, no, not no, all sitcoms. I, I fucked up. Mine are not all sitcoms. <laughs> my, number, my number four is the U.S. version of The Office. Um, one of my all-time favorite shows, as you know. Yes. And I mean, I you know... There's just something about a workplace comedy and when the office kind of just revitalized that whole thing and just really turned it into something that was iconic. And now it's like there's some other shows that are going to be coming up in my honorable mentions that are workplace comedies that I mean, they owe it a lot of uh, a lot of their success to, to shows like The Office. A hundred percent. But you remember later in that show, I don't remember what season it was, but when the two dudes came in that were like interns or whatever, and they ended up calling the one guy Other Jim, you know, because he yeah. like kind of looked like a younger Jim. And I kind of want to be like one of those dudes <laughs> that's just kind of like always at the office and kind of sees these, you know, Jim and Pam's romance and Dwight, you know, and Jim pranking each other and, you know, just kind of witness all that, but not be like a major player. You know what I mean? Just kind of in the background, just witnessing it in firsthand. The only reason this show is not on this list is because I would bang my head against the wall if I had to be a paper <laughs> salesperson. So like doing a different job, maybe, but like, come on, man, I going to Chili's it. for the fucking Dundies and stuff. Could you I mean, imagine if Michael Scott was your boss and you had to <laughs> I mean, deal with that every day? My brain would short circuit. Oh, you're not wrong. You're not but, wrong. That's why I said I just kind of want to be yeah. back there. Like, you know, I and, get it. I mean, the episode where Angela throws her cat up into the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, come on. Could you imagine being there and witnessing something like that? Oh, man. 
My tears would put out the fire for real. Too good to be true. And laughing. You know, we should have talked about this at the top, Ashley. But one thing I did try to not do, and I feel like I did okay, but like I didn't want to put like my favorite shows. Mm -hmm. I was trying to not list my top five shows. Like I was trying to make sure it was like an actual environment that I want to live in. Yes. But I feel like The Office is easily in my top five sitcoms, though. It's up there. I do not think. Well, maybe. Two of the items on my list would have a shot at being in my top 10 series, comedy series. Same here. Two for me as well. Yeah. Office is one of them. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, dude. All right. What do you got? You're a three. My number three is it would be hard to do this at 38. So I'm hoping if I can live in this show, I could revert back to younger years. Um, But I want to be on Adventure Time. Oh. Because it is like so fun and. So, like, just wild. Like, anything you can imagine can happen. And you go on adventures, and there's freaking, like, candy people. Everything is just Mm -hmm. magical. And I would fuck with that. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, by the way, talk about watching something high. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite. Oh, my God. Um, That saved me during the pandemic was freaking dabbing and watching Adventure Time. So, this is so funny that you picked this. About an hour ago, I was putting Logan to sleep. You know, my eight-year-old. Yes. And uh, I was putting him to bed. And we we do this thing where I'll let him watch like an episode of TV at bedtime if he was good throughout the day and like got to shower and did whatever, whatever. Right. So we were doing um, Obi-Wan on you know Disney Plus. We finished that series. So I'm like, well, what do you want to start tonight? And he's like, well, why don't we do Gravity Falls? Because he knows I love Gravity Falls. Right. Uh, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. So we started watching Gravity Falls and we're halfway through the first episode. This is just like an hour ago. And he goes, hey, dad, Gravity Falls or Adventure Time? Yes. And he hit me with it. You know, and I'm like, bro, that's deep. Like, I don't know. We're going to have to. I'm going to let you watch Gravity Falls. Then we'll do Adventure Time. And then I'll let you decide. I so was I literally, when I was making this list, I was like, it is, Logan is at the right age to start on Adventure Time because he can appreciate the comedy and, like, get into the adventurous <laughs> spirit of things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's the perfect It kind of has, it kind of has almost like that Wizard of Oz kind of aesthetic, but, you know, obviously just a little more trippy. Yeah. <laughs> it gets dark, obviously, as the show goes on, but not to, not enough to keep me from wanting to live in that world. Yeah, no doubt. That's a good one. I'm with you on that one. So Adventure Time's your number three. I didn't do any animated, but I feel like if I was going to do an animated, uh, let me tell you real quick. So probably Adventure Time or, I don't know, maybe South Park. Wow, okay. Yeah. I can see that. You know, just living it, you know, just out there. Uh, (laughs) But I didn't do do an animated. All right, so my number three is uh, basically a more wholesome version of my number five, but it's Cheers. Uh, Again. Again, I just want to be drunk at a bar. <laughs> I'm sensing that theme you're talking about. Uh, 24-7. So, yeah. Gerald just uh, wants to be a norm. You know. I mean, I was a bartender for a large chunk of Same. my life, too. So, But it's a, different when you're on that side of the, bo- the bar versus the yeah, customer side. Yeah. So, here's the important question. So, if you're in Cheers, you know, are you behind the bar or are you a customer if you live I, there? I mean, what do you... I'm behind the bar. I'm making my money and I'm going the fuck home. I don't socialize right. when I'm not making money. Well, that sounds bad. That sounds prostitute <laughs> I only like to like go home and work and I only go to work because I have to make money to live. Yeah, I hear that. I, I love Cheers. I love the city of Boston, you know, where it takes place. And mm-hmm. I've actually been to Cheers in Boston. Uh, oh, really? The, the actual one when I went there, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It was just one of my favorite shows in the 80s. I used to watch it with my parents. And again, it, it's just like you, you hang out with your friends in a carefree atmosphere. You know, there's no clocks that you have to check. You know, back then there were no cell phones. There was no nope. social media. Like you're just there enjoying the presence of you know, the company yeah. around you. And I mean, Shooting the, the shit, unloading yeah. your burdens on your neighbor, everything. Yep. Yep, the theme song says it all. One of the greatest theme songs. And I think me, you, and Wes talked about this theme song when we did our uh, you guys did TV themes, right? I definitely or, it, believe that maybe even both of you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, cheers. My number three, another one where I'm uh, drunk for the duration of <laughs> <laughs> of the world that I live in. Uh, so wow. You live locally and see Gerald leaning <laughs> over like... a bar midday. Just know he's living his dream. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm definitely going to get emails from therapists uh, after they listen to this episode. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, so that's my number three. <laughs> We're up to All our right. rudder, rudder ups. I should have thought this out in advance. I'm sorry. No, I like that. I like it when you don't. It makes it more fun. I love it. All, All right, right, so what do you my got? number two, I literally, I just talked about this series, but there is no more accurate time capsule of what my high school and early college life was like than Dawson's Creek. Oh, it's high okay. school melodrama. It's, again, the simplicity of the late 90s, early 2000s, when things had not piled quite up so high and were so stressful. It was a lighter time. It actually, technically, it was filmed in North Carolina, but it takes place in um, in the New England area, which I'm fine with either. You get the beach, like all of that, I'm down. Even I'll even deal with the teen melodrama. It's fine. It was recorded in, uh, I've been there. What was that town? I have too, Wilmington. In, uh, Oh, it was in Wilmington, but I thought there was a smaller, um, the same place where I know what you did last summer was filmed. No? Oh, you're talking about Southport? There you go. Southport, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Wilmington and Southport, but mostly like a lot of the downtown and like other shots are in Wilmington. Yeah. This is a show that I've seen a handful of episodes, but this is not one that I watched, Ashley. I apologize. I'm telling you, I, can, I when I rewatched this for Rabbit Ears, it was like a time capsule. I felt like I was... <laughs> Oh, taken was, right back to 1998 when I started high school, which is also well, that when was, the show started. That was my so-called life for me, which you hated. But uh, it was just that what spoke to me for the same that's reason. That's fine. I, I remember liking my so-called life when I would catch it on MTV. At the oh, time. it's definitely like not the same now as it when you watch in the 90s. It's like a grinding pace. Like it was a fucking slog, <laughs> man. I can't. I can deal oh, with some man. like. Teen melodrama. But no, I know. Like, I what's know. her name? Claire Danes. Claire, Claire Danes was just like it was too much, man. Uh, Brad from the Cinema Guys, you know him, right? He um, yeah. He texted me and uh, he was jokingly wanting to do his top five Jared Leto like performances, and I just texted <laughs> him back one through five Jordan Catalano. <laughs> <laughs> He's dyslexic, Gerald. That makes him a deep character. Oh man! All right, yes. so my number two now. This is going to seem somewhat cliche. I can't believe this is my number one. This is easily my favorite sitcom of all time. So it kind of goes against the grain of what I was saying earlier, because this is no question one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, We actually talked about this show on Rabbit Ears before, but it's Seinfeld. All right. Now, I I don't know why, because here's what's weird, Ashley, is that I I say that I want to live in that world. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like, I guess what I'm saying is I kind of want to be like a good friend or neighbor that is very close to a stand-up comic. 
Okay. I, I don't know why. I just feel like that would be really cool, especially if they were like up and coming, you know, like maybe they have like one Netflix special or like, you know what I mean? Like they're kind of like getting there uh-huh. and you're like their buddy that can pop in whenever you want when they're like their real world self, you know, like Jerry's just at home and you can pop in. Uh, I don't know that just I've all the stand up comedy kind of like circuit and the grind that those guys go through uh, just has always fascinated me. Like, you know, I, I've seen documentaries about Robin Williams when he in the eighties and I, I don't know, it's just always been a really fascinating world to me. And I just imagine how crazy it would be if like this guy's on the road, like, you know, doing all these like comedy shows and he comes home and yeah, I'm Kramer, you know, and I pop in, I'm just like eating out of his fridge. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It would just be really cool to me. So that's okay. one of the main reasons that I kind of want to be in that world, you know? Well, flip side of that, when I was in college, I used to cocktail waitress at a comedy club. And so Ooh. I would like make friends like we would go and like wait the tables or ever get to know the different comedians that would be in town for the weekend. And then we'd go across the parking lot to the bar that we could get in under 21 and drink because we worked next That's door. That's awesome. So, yeah, I worked for, like, two years at a stand-up comedy club. So I saw the other side of it. There's a whole bunch of really sad people. I know. <laughs> it was, it was a sad know. existence, man. I don't know. It's just I had Chris on from the Gravity Beard a couple of years ago, and we we did an episode that was something like stand-up comics that went into acting or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we had a really good conversation about it. But it's just, I don't know, it's one of those, like, professions that just really fascinate me. Like, because I don't feel like... You know, people will be like, oh, gee, you're so funny and this and that. But I don't feel like I, I, I could never do what they did. I could never. Never. Like, even if I was getting laughs from the crowd, like, I feel like I just would be just miserable in that in that role because I don't I feel like I could do I wouldn't be able to do, like, the delivery the way that it needs to be because I would get nervous and stumble over my words and then just not want people to be looking at me. Yeah, I just have such a high, like, respect for those guys. And, you know, I could have put Kerber Enthusiasm here, too. Yeah. But... But yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see all the awkwardness of what Larry's going through there. You know, Larry's I mean, so awkward. Yeah. So for me, Seinfeld's a little more wholesome. You know, and uh, like I said, it's one of my favorites of all time. Now, what's weird actually is that if I was in Jerry's shoes, or if I was the quote-unquote main character in whatever my world is, mm-hmm. I don't want my neighbors popping in. Like I don't Hello. talk. I don't talk to my fucking neighbors now. I mean, if no. I see them and we make eye contact, I might wave. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm my, not very neighborly. I, my neighbor's my dad, and same. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of strange that I would want to be in that scenario. But you want to be it, able to do the pop in, but you don't want to get popped in on. I yeah. Have that. you ever been in? Have you ever lived in a situation like that where, like, you just had somebody that wasn't necessarily like a quote unquote personal friend of yours, but they just like popped in, and you guys just like had a relationship? Not since I lived in the dorms <laughs> in college. No. But isn't that a weird dynamic? I mean, I mean, it was fun about- when. I was living in the dorms in college, but that was also like my first time not living in my parents' house. And so like the idea of having that level of socialization at your fingertips was enticing. And now I am such an introvert that I would pretend to not be home even after somebody saw me inside. Yeah. 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 Same here. Oh, I love you'd be like woman in the window. <laughs> yeah, you, well, because the top of our front door has like a little window at the top, so like people could push, like potentially peer in, and I would just like look them dead in the eye and just walk away. Like I don't hear you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. Seinfeld is one of my all-time favorites, and um, it With just good reason. And it's always my go-to, especially now that it's on Netflix. Oh forget, yeah, forget it, dude. If I'm like I don't want to start a movie tonight, it's like two or three episodes of Seinfeld. So I put it on at work all the time because we have a little um, projector that we put whatever we want on, and I'm always putting on either. Seinfeld 
Seinfeld or my number one answer for this topic. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's a good segue then. Isn't so it? yeah. Yeah, Dawson's Creek, you're runner up. What do you got at number one? All right, so number one, the reason that I want to be in this show is because I want to be a part of this friend group. I feel like the relationships are so fun. Each of them, like, have their own dynamics with each other. They have a boss-ass freaking um, dwelling. And so the show I want to be on is New Girl. I hey, okay. All love right. that friend group. Their apartment is dope. They're getting into, like, lightweight hijinks. It's always, you know, kind of... <sighs> I don't know. Not nothing's ever too dire in their world. Like the worst thing that they'll have is somebody has a crush on a guy and she lied about what her name is or some stupid shit. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's all manageable stress. So, do you want to be in the shoes of somebody in particular, or you just want to kind of be an extra roommate? I mean, I feel kind of like I I don't want to be a Jess necessarily because she's. I mean, I'm already that emotional. I don't necessarily want to carry into hyper emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I kind of when I did New Girl as a topic, I said that like in the past podcasting world, I kind of felt like I was the Jess because there weren't that many girls. And like right. I had all my guy friends and they were so kind and supportive and uplifting. So it was like that kind of community I felt like I already had a version of. Mm-hmm. But I would just like to live the idealized version of like the model. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, oh, man. What a good show, though. It's, it's so good. You I know, love New Girl. And it, it came along at a time when, you know, on paper, you didn't really think it could succeed. I mean, post Friends and all those kind of comedies exactly. that, that it kind of happy like. Happy Endings actually uh, started the same so year good. as New Girl and was doing yeah. a very Friends-esque thing. So the fact that New Girl was successful where Happy Endings wasn't as long-term successful speaks to the quality of this show. Yeah, that's a good pick. And you. you know what? No crossover. I told you. Which, uh, when you hear my number one, you, I'm you're... I'm curious. If Seinfeld is number well, two, I want to know. Yeah, I thought Seinfeld I thought Seinfeld might be a possible crossover with you, but my number one... Look, dude, I'm going to start this story for my number one, and you're going to know right away what it is. But, uh, you know, it's a little more somber now in the last few months, but generally speaking, in the last, like... I don't know, decade or so, there was never like a time in my life that I didn't enjoy more when I would get a couple days off work and I would drive down to Charlotte and I would get a couple bottles of wine and some beer for me and my grandmother to share. We'd play gin rummy and I would hang out with my granny. I just, love that. And just have like, and she would just complain about fucking everything in the world, you know? And I just like listen to it like, yeah, you know, yeah, granny, tell me how much all this shit sucks, you know? And we just had such a great time. We still do, but you know she's not in great health right now. Mm-hmm. But it's, but because I mean because of the memories of that and just wanting to do that with like four women that are like my grandmother, oh, it's gotta be the I Golden Girls. Yeah, it's gotta be the Golden Girls. Fuck I yes. mean, come yes. on, and in Florida, in uh, you know this retirement like villa or whatever they live in, and uh, I mean, hundred percent, yeah. You know, just hanging that out with those ladies. On my part, that I missed. Golden yeah, it's Girls like ladies, clip. let's get around, let's play Scrabble, let's get some wine. You know, like what? Let's get could, arrested what, for being prostitutes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what could be better? I mean, you know, it's, it would be such a. Uh, it would just be perfect for me. You know, I just and, want to shit talk with Sophia. That's all I want. Yes. To do. And freaking Dorothy, just the two of them. We could just judge the shit out of everybody together. But I know it's an awkward, kind of weird pick for somebody no. like me, but I love the show, and I I enjoy spending time with my own grandmother, and I kind of like, I don't know, it's just, they have, you know, the elderly community in general, which I'm getting there, by the way, <laughs> but, 
but my elders, let's just say, uh, are so wise. They have so many stories and they're so animated about it. And like, they just tell you shit like it is. Like they don't, they're not trying to mask it or like, you know, sugarcoat it. They're just like, look, this, this is this, this is why this sucks. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, I, I love, I love that level of honesty from that community. I really do. So uh, I find I, I find it super endearing, so that's why the show really spoke to me and still does when I watch reruns and whatnot. So the Golden Girls is my yes. number one. Very another good one, pack. Another one of the best uh, theme songs in TV oh my history. God. That as was well. my one of my list for best that's theme right. songs. That's right. That was my only non children's TV show theme song. I love it. Yeah, you guys went Ducktales and all that shit. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I crushed that one. I beat both you and Wes into oblivion. <laughs> you did have a great list. <laughs> All right, uh, those were our top five TV shows we'd like to live in. Ashley, we're going to take a quick promo break, and then when we come back, we're going to wrap up our list, just remind everybody what we had, and we're going to give some honorable mentions, and then we're also going to shout out some fans online that had some uh, fun uh, suggestions they gave us, too, over in the suggestion box. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Hello, listeners. Did you know that there's a lot more content where this episode came from? As you may know, we are an independent podcast and we rely on donations in order to keep going. Over on our Patreon site, you will find several ways to stretch your dollar. I am currently producing six exclusive series that you can only get there. They include popular ones such as My First Time and 100 G-Tunes. You'll also get regular main top five episodes, just like this one, super early, often weeks in advance. For as little as $1, you can help the show continue. Just visit us over at patreon.com slash two peas on a pod, or you can check the show notes for this very episode. Now let's get back to the countdown. Welcome back in, guys. As I said pre-break, this was our top five TV shows that we would like to live in with Ashley from Rabbit Ears. Ashley, sweetie, why don't you remind everybody, what was your five again? My number five was Grace and Frankie. Do you want me to go through my whole list? Yeah, just go ahead. Oh, I thought my number five was Grace and Frankie. My number four was the 90s, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Adventure Time was number three. Number two, Dawson's Creek. And number one, New Girl. Nice list. My number five was Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ashley, not a fan. Number <laughs> number four was The Office. Number three was Cheers. Number two was Seinfeld. And number one was The Golden Girls. You had a great list, buddy. So there you go. Uh, we're going to shout out the fans online here in just a minute. But before we do that, you know, look, I know it's a new iteration of two Ps, but Ashley, you can tell Dan I'm rounding out my top 10. I knew the fuck you would. So uh, that did not go anywhere. That is still a part of the show. So I have five. How many honorable mentions you want to shout out there? I have three honorable mentions. Uh, actually, I have four. Just kidding. Um, so the first is Shit's Creek. The mm-hmm. second is Community. Uh, and then I have 30 Rock and the Goldbergs. Wow, I feel like you know the what? Goldbergs is just reliving childhood again. Yeah, it is. I thought about the Wonder Years for the same reason. Yes. But um, you know what? You uh, did really well with Shit's Creek there. I didn't think Schitt's, about that one. It's just like the way that that family grows their bond and turns into like it's the opposite of Seinfeld where nobody ever grows and becomes like a better human. That's all Shit's Creek does is they turn from these Seinfeld-esque like narcissists into amazing people that you just get all teared up watching yeah that's a good one for sure i, I kind of wish i thought about that one to be honest but well you uh, got golden girls and i didn't think of that one so we're even so my honorable mentions are and this is in no particular order but true blood i feel like i had to do one non-comedic show and 
I don't know. I mean, you Sookie, want to fuck around with all them vampires? Yeah, <laughs> fucking Sookie Stackhouse and the pastor's wife that was hot or whatever. Sure, let's do it. It's all fantastical. I love the, th- the opening theme to that show too. It's one of my favorites. I do not uh, recall the opening theme, but I'll trust you on it. Yeah, with bad things. From oh yeah, Jay no, Severett. I, yeah. I fast forwarded through it because like their theme oh. is like a whole bunch of stuff that's like visually disturbing. Yeah. I was like, I can't watch this shit. Oh, I dig that theme, that opening theme. I mean, it is disturbing. You're right, but it is. Uh, yeah, it's unsettling to look at. Um, Baywatch. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, creepy Gerald still is around, guys. So Baywatch, uh, Pam Anderson, and the bikini and all that. Sure. Yasmin Lee. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm surprised that uh, neither one of us mentioned Parks and Rec, but I got that one of my honorables. That should have been on my honorables. Yeah, Parks and Rec for sure. Yeah. Uh, pa- Pawnee, Indiana has got to be one of the best towns that doesn't really exist. I mean, really Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if I yeah, wanted to be a, a cop, too. but I would hate to be, I could not, especially in this freaking climate, I am not going to be a cop. And then my last two honorables, uh, there's actually a new one that uh, you may or may not have heard of. It's on Apple TV called Mythic Quest. Have you heard of that? I have not. So Mythic Quest is, uh, well, you might not like it. Well, you'll like it because it's not Always Sunny, but it's Charlie and Rob from Always Sunny are the creators. Okay. And also um, Megan Cans, I think is her last name, that did um, Community. Okay. They're the They're the creators of the show. But anyway, it's a workplace comedy that takes place in an L.A. like video game company. Oh, that sounds so, fun. So they're, they're making this like Final Fantasy kind of like video game or whatever. So uh, I don't know. Again, just the characters are really what does it. But I just want to be in that in that building as like a bystander and just kind of watch these characters uh, do their thing. And then my last one would be the Andy Griffith show. I mean, you <laughs> can't know. be a North Carolina boy and not talk yeah. about Andy Griffith. Exactly. You got to do that. You actually can. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could have, but I decided not to. All right, uh, we're going to open up the old suggestion box, Ashley. I I don't know if I'm going to have a jingle for this part. I don't have it yet, so I'll just say we're opening up the suggestion box. And what we do is we ask over on the Facebook fan page, which, by the way, guys, if you'd like to join up, it is a private group that you can join by clicking the link in the show notes. That is where I interact with our fans the most. And what I said over there is I said, what TV shows do you wish you could live in? Let's see what we got over there. Uh, I think there's actually several that we didn't mention, Ashley. Ooh, so I'm excited to hear what the people say. So my friend Marshall says, facts of life. And he really? says, and he says his Blair crush was real. Okay, that that's that makes it make sense. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, she, come on. I mean, she was pretty hot back then. Yeah. Uh, I think I think me and Marshall were like 12 at the time. So, yeah. Well, Tootie from Facts of Life was on one season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she was a hey. huge flop. Oh, wow. She was awful. Uh, Joey says Parks and Rec. Good he one. says he says you can get waffles at Jerry's Diner. You can drink at the Snake Pit. You can uh, admire the murals at City Hall, and don't forget Little Sebastian. <laughs> How could we forget Little Sebastian? <laughs> and I was going to comment and say I don't get it. It's just a small horse, but I didn't. <laughs> and then Nick said Nick uh, shares Parks and Rec as his pick. He says, "Get me some more snort juice." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Chris Yanni, patron and friend of the show, says, cheers. So, I'm right there with you, there Chris. There you go. He says, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. What do you think about that one? Did you ever watch that? What's that? Oh, you didn't see that? No, I don't know uh, what that I th- is. I think it got canceled, but it's a fairly new show. But it's got um, my girl from the Evil Dead remake, for some reason. Oh, Jane Levy. And she, um, I can't believe you don't know about this show. It's kind of like on the heels of Glee. So she's this character who, uh, like her thoughts are expressed to us, the viewer, through popular songs. And she has like this playlist in her mind. And so like if she's thinking something... There's a song that kind of mirrors what she's thinking, and then that's what we see is is the cast performing 
like a choreographed number to whatever the song is. Interesting. What's that on? Yeah. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist was an NBC show, so it's probably on Peacock. I have the Peacock because yeah, check out they the have so many um, Housewives shows that are starting on Peacock and then later going to be airing on Bravo. Mm, let's see. And then he also said Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations, Three oh. Sheets, and Booze Traveler. Nick said, Chris, you already live in uh, No Reservations. That's called real life. <laughs> so I think he, he, we weren't doing reality shows, Chris. That is true. Uh, yeah, we said no reality because then I would just be listing housewives. Oh, God. Yeah, you would. Um, Joey DiCarlo from So Wizard said Baywatch. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Joey's, Joey's got my back on that. Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca's so sweet. Nick's Rebecca. She I says Park. She also says Parks and Rec. Wow, that was a good I can't believe we didn't have that one, to be honest, in our top fives. I thought I mean, for sure. I I feel like I thought about it for a minute, but I opted I for the office. Be, I didn't want to be in a workplace comedy or a workplace situation because I don't think any of mine have to do with any work. I get it. I they get don't, it. unless you count making old lady dildos work. I mean, I can, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I could be work. It depends on you know. Uh, I mean, I can't say anything. I'm drunk with the I pass out the bar at half <laughs> yeah. half of my shows. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca also said Glee the first three seasons Oof. in particular and Friends. So Friends got to mention. That's a good Friends one. I was thinking too because of their living like apartments. They were mm-hmm. they had some really nice fucking apartments. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what I mean, how do they have those? They, I mean, that was bullshit. Was, like new money or what's going on? Rent control. I'm going to say Monica's grandmother's rent control apartment is what we're going to say, but I don't know if that's true. Mm. Amanda, dear, dear friend of mine, dear friend of the show, said Gilmore Girls, which is a great oh. one. And she says Stars Hollow is a dream yes. town. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent is. I would love to live in Stars Hollow. Yeah, she nailed it on that one. She's right. Uh, Dan, nobody really cares what he says, but I'll yeah. shout him out because he says whatever you say. So Good job, Bubby. Yeah. Wow. Finally. Uh, Pete from the Cobra Kai podcast ironically says Cobra Kai. Oh, <laughs> so. I've would, never seen that coming. And uh, it is a great show, though. He Wait, says does he, he want to get his ass beat at school? Well, he says he wants to see karate dojo fights in the most random places, which so does happen a lot like on that Stingray? show. <laughs> or is he just going to be some dude shopping with his family? <laughs> I guess maybe he'll be. Yeah, maybe he'll just be a like an extra. You know what I mean? That's fair. Uh, my friend Liz says Sex in the City. What do you think about that one? You know, if I hadn't rewatched any of it since it first aired, I would have been all over that. But I don't, I don't, uh, for in that time, if we're going back in time, then yes. Yeah, I think that that shows the female perspective. I don't think I would want to live there as a dude. You know what I mean? No, not unless you just want to be one of Samantha's dudes. Yeah. I mean, she's okay. But I was more of a, uh, what was the, I was more of a Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, yeah. She's, she's a stunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, (laughs) yeah, sure. I get it. Yeah. It's one one of the all time shows, especially from HBO. Yeah. Uh, Dan, a promising young loyal, the man, he is a top tier patron of the show. So he says, younger years, uh, Silver Spoons. I mean, yeah, come on. Remember the train that would bring him his food and stuff? Did you watch Silver Spence with I'm Ricky Shredder? Too, I'm too young for that. Oh, wow. I thought maybe you <laughs> redid that. No, I haven't. So I, uh, Mr. Belvedere was my, like. Yeah, that was the same time frame. Yes, was it? Yeah, it was a little bit before that. Okay. It was like maybe three or four years before Mr. Belvedere. Okay. Uh, it was like early 80s. Uh, and then he says in his later years, it would be, which by the way, why do you want to live in these, Dan Roski? But he says the Sopranos and the Leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> I no. Mean, you're definitely dead in both of, like you're dead in both of those, unless you're Tony, I guess. I uh, don't know. Yeah. The, in fact, you know what? The Sopranos is my favorite show of all time. And I probably would have put that if we'd have done 
uh, not to live in. Yes. I was going to put, alert. so spoiler alert, Lost would have been in my where yeah, not to right. live. Right, right. But great shows, Dan, and thank you so much for the feedback to him and to everyone else over in the suggestion box. Guys, check the show notes again, and please join up to our Facebook fan community or follow us anywhere on social media to give us shout outs for these episodes. Ashley, you came on. Uh, I recorded for the first time in nine months with this yeah, episode, and I feel like I could have done better, but you nevertheless, nevertheless, with you being here, it was a breeze and it was a blast to talk about these shows with you. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me as your first guest back. I'm honored. Absolutely. Now, why don't you tell everybody where they can find Rabbit Ears? Because uh, you and I have done stuff together. And um, I was yeah. I was looking through your back catalog over on the Netflix, Netflix and Swipe. Yeah, which I'm going to be on as well. So. That's true. Yeah, the Bubby is hosting both of our podcasts at WWE www.netflixinswill.com You can also find Rabbit Ears uh, episodes available on any of your favorite podcatchers, uh, including Spotify or Good Pods. That's what Bubby likes to tell people. Oh, yeah, good. Netflixinswill.com It's your one-stop shop for all wow. things Netflix and Swill and friends. This fucking and guy. I'm going to be on there soon. That's going to be a packed website. I hope he has enough. I mean, he likes. What is doing it called? That. Data? What's it called? It's called he data. He probably does. He's a nerd. He's got all that shit sorted. Megabits or whatever. I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah, gigahertz. I yeah, don't know. upgrade your gigabytes, please. <laughs> uh, I'm coming. All right, uh, Ashley. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, I'm looking forward to being on your show, and just looking forward to just knowing. You've already you in general, been on my so. show by the time this airs. We had a great well time another recording. time, <laughs> another show at some point in the future. Fabulous! Thank you for having me, Gerald. A pleasure as always. No problem. Thank you so much. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We will be back next week, and we will have another top five and another pee on the pod. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a friend. Travel. Yeah.